Welcome to Late Night Talks with Amy Jo, a place where you're going to find inspiration, wisdom, and healing. A podcast for men. Hello, welcome to Late Night Talks. Great to be with you tonight or today, whenever it is that you are tuning in. It is super great to have you, and thank you for joining. I hope that you are good, healthy, and strong. (laughs) I know that I'm well, and it's been a very peaceful week, which is always welcome. And hopefully, I can share some of my calming vibes. (laughs) Energy is so powerful. Energy is more powerful than most people know. And I know this whole concept of energy is hard for people to understand. I used to not understand it because in my younger years, I wasn't open enough to explore the idea of it. And that's the thing about life. When we choose to look at life through the variety of different lenses that is offered to us, our whole outlook on life changes, right? And when I talk about energy, what I realized was that I was using this energy throughout my entire life to create all the things that I've went through. Okay. But at that time I wasn't aware of how I was using it. So this is why it's very important. A lot of you are operating with your energy and you're not aware of it. And sometimes that can lead us into not the best situations. But what I want to talk about This isn't tonight's topic, but I just want to touch on this really quickly. It's about deliberate creation. What we are deliberately wanting to create with this energy. So that has to have intention, right? My intention here is to help heal, calm, and soothe your energy system through maybe my words through the energy that comes from my heart to my mind out of my vocal cords to help assist you in calling you back home to yourself. And I'm deliberately creating this space for all of us. And that's how amazing life is. It gives us this gift to create anything that we want. Anything that you want, you can create it. And I know I've said it before, and I know I have a tendency to repeat myself, but it's for a reason. (laughs) Some of life's most powerful forces are unseen. Let's take gravity. Gravity is an energy that's keeping us here on this planet. It's a powerful force that we cannot see. 
And we all have this energy within us. Right? And the only thing that holds us back is ourselves with our doubts, fears, insecurities. And take a look at all those. They're illusions. They're not seen. So we have the capability of transmuting that energy. Okay? We can use the energy any way that we want. People didn't believe in me when I was creating this idea to bring to you. I had a lot of people that thought it was ridiculous. They thought it was a waste of time. Maybe they thought that I wasn't going to be good enough at it. So as you can see, I did not have a very big support system. I had very little. But I went and did it anyway. And now it's growing. And my point is, when you have something deep in your heart, it comes from your heart, that intention, it will grow if you believe in yourself. And I don't know where you are in your life right now. I don't know where you are. There's many different listeners out there. But I want you to know one thing. The failure does not exist. It does not exist. If you're using that word or if that word is in your vocabulary, remove it immediately because there is no such thing as failure. We take different directions in life that are leading us to growth. And again, we have a whole variety of lenses that we can look at certain situations from. And it's up to us if we're going to choose to look at life through the lens that we're comfortable with, or we're going to take a look at some of the other lenses to just get a different view on certain things. Okay. You need to have belief in yourself. You need to have belief in yourself. Having belief is everything. And if we don't have that, it's going to be hard to create anything successful. Okay. And in order to have belief, we have to set an intention. Because intention matters so much when it comes to energy and how we choose to use it. So remember that. We are in control of our energy and how we choose to move through it. We can, you know, even manipulate the energy to go a certain way, not in a, not in a negative way. I'm not saying that, but if something isn't going right in our life, we have the ability to change that, Right? We can move energy. This is why I talk so much about the energies that can be lodged in our bodies from past situations. 
and how important it is to embrace the idea that you have the ability to move that energy. So do you really know what you're capable of? And I'm being serious. Like, do you know what you are capable of right now? So much. So I want you to go out there and do what your soul is calling you to do. And don't let anything or anyone stop you and believing yourself. Okay? <sighs> okay. Sorry about that. It was a little bit of a long intro. That's not what we're talking about today. But sometimes I just go into these trances and just decide to, I speak from my heart. Before we get into tonight's discussion, let's do our quick check-in, if you don't mind. And if you can, place your hand on your heart. And as you do this, just take all of your focus inward and notice what you're experiencing in your mind and your body. Just be present with yourself right now. This is what this is all about, becoming present with here and now. Notice everything, feel it, and take a deep belly breath in. And as you inhale, I want you to breathe in love, compassion, peace, and belief. Okay? Hold that in and embrace that. Let it soak into you. And then as you exhale through your mouth, just release any negativity, stress, anything that is holding you back and just allow it to be released from your body. And feel the lightness just from that little exercise. Here we go. So good. I love it. <laughs> All right. I'm sure you guys are ready for tonight's discussion. <laughs> so tonight we're going to be talking about something called postcoital dysphoria. This is also known as postcoital tristesse. And that's a French word for sadness. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right, but I tried. <laughs> anyway, is this something that maybe you've heard of before because it's new to me? I just came across it this week and I thought it was a good idea to share because there's more people experiencing than not, right? So what if you had a sexual encounter with someone and then maybe you realized afterwards that it wasn't the best decision, you know, <laughs> or, and then maybe you have some kind of regret, a little bit of regret, or maybe a, a lot of regret, or maybe you've even had a very highly reciprocated, satisfying sexual encounter with a partner you've been with for a long time, or maybe not, 
but afterwards you're feeling some sort of low mixed emotions or feelings and you're not really sure why. Some people do know why they have them, some people don't. So post-coital dysphoria, post meaning after, coital means sexual intercourse and dysphoria is basically means sadness. This information came from the Journal of Sex and Marital Therapy that I thought was very useful. And this is when we feel a range of lower vibrational energies, emotions, you know what I mean? After a desired sexual intercourse, after orgasm, even after masturbation, this can occur. And this is something more prevalent than not. And it doesn't just affect women, but also males. And in the past, most studies have concentrated on just females. But experts are now increasingly examining and discovering that many men also are affected by this. You know, we live in this society, and even research reveals that the cultural views about masculinity have this tendency to just like overestimate the fact that sex is something that always feels amazing and it's great, you know? But the reality is that's not always the case for everyone. And this is just another topic that's never discussed. I know that women are considered to be the more sensitive, intuitive beings of the planet. But I don't agree with that. I think that there's a lot of males who have these same qualities, but don't want to acknowledge it or show it because they fear being seen as weak. And I just want to say, if you are a sensitive guy out there, embrace that and pave the road for other men to following your footsteps, please. The world is in desperate need for your sensitivity now more than ever. Now, to identify whether men have experienced, say, you know, unexplainable tears, depression, maybe they were annoyed agitated or frustrated after sexual encounters at any point during their life or at any point in the past four weeks of a poll that was taken online with 1,208 sexually active guys. And what the study revealed was that 41% of these guys had really unpleasant emotions following sexual intercourse. And actually 20% of those that took part of this uh, study reported that they had the same experiences within the last four weeks. And only approximately about 4% of these guys said that they had regular postcoital discomfort. So actually, you know, this obviously indicates that it's not a very common occurrence. Females with postcoital dysphoria outnumber men. According to studies, approximately half of all women experience this. And, you know, some people just experience an overpowering sense of anger, maybe a sense of feeling unfulfilled, unsatisfied. There's sadness, even sometimes emotionless. While others may experience a sense of shame, 
or a sense that something's wrong with them. They just want to be alone and don't want to be touched afterwards. So if you're having sexual relations with a partner and they begin to cry or jump out of bed to leave the room afterwards, I would consider this to be a cause of concern. Something isn't right. And sexual and relationship happiness is higher among couples who kiss, who cuddle, who communicate with one another compared to those that don't. Whatever the case is, there's a multitude of reasons why these feelings can take over. You know, possibly you're just not with the right person and you know it, but you're stuck. Or perhaps your sexual interactions are with someone who's not emotionally available to you. Or perhaps you had a one night stand and now you're feeling some sort of way about it. It's possible that you're sexually attracted to someone. You had a lot of chemistry, but when the time came to have some sexual relations going on, maybe it wasn't all that great. And it can leave you feeling unsatisfied, I guess. Maybe you're somebody out there that sleeps around a lot and you're experiencing this sense of emptiness afterwards. And I want to add that if you've had abuse or, you know, mental health issues, problems with your upbringing, your childhood, or problems with your sexual function, you have a greater probability of developing postcoital dysphoria. Say as a child during your childhood, you were raised in a highly religious conservative home where sex was considered a sin. And if this is the case, you may feel humiliated or horrible about yourself as a result of what you were taught. And this may happen if you're not even religious yourself, yet the conditioning has remained in your memory. One of the more frequent is the feeling of remorse or shame. And these are, you know, thoughts of inadequacy as a result of body image, which can also lead to, lead to shame. Or maybe you know that you're just out there using someone for sex, you know. Perhaps you have poor self-esteem. Or you don't feel supported by your relationship. You know, that can create some psychological, you know, questions in the mind when we don't have that support from a spouse or a lover or a significant other. And it also goes without saying that someone who has suffered sexual abuse in the past is frequently very sensitive to any sexual encounter, making this a highly emotional and confusing time for them. Someone suffering from depression and extreme anxiety may, may be a contributing factor to postcoital dysphoria as well. Some people may have strong feelings regarding certain sexual behaviors that take place in the bedroom. Some people may feel uncomfortable in trying new things. 
For example, maybe they engage in this rough, crazy sex with their partner who's not that interested, but they do it anyway to satisfy their partner. And it's going to make them feel a certain way. As a result of all a lot of this, you know, communication is really essential in relationships or even with someone that you're hanging out with for the night. I don't know. You know, if you're with someone in a partnership, it helps to deepen the bond for all parties. You know, communication is the super glue to relationships. And if things aren't communicated properly, there's a lot of assumptions that can take place in the minds of both people. PCD is something that may persist anywhere from five minutes to a few hours after sex. And on some rare occasions, some people may feel it for a couple days after. Doctors do recommend that if this is generating tension or anxiety in your life and it's occurring on a regular basis, that you seek help from a sex therapist or a family physician, someone who can provide you with the right diagnosis and suitable treatment options. You know, if you're having this from time to time, you shouldn't be worried about it. This is pretty normal. However, when it does come up, I would consider asking yourself some of the questions like, what exactly is it that makes me feel sad or depressed? Is it possible that my partner triggered me in some way? Was there anything that they did or said that caused these feelings? Is what I'm doing right? Or am I with the right person? Is it possible that I'm experiencing some scary traumatic event from my past? Is this individual that I'm with someone where I feel safe and comfortable? It's important to pay close attention to the body and what it's speaking to you. I know I've said this again. The body is a communication system and our emotions are trying to get our attention. If you're experiencing certain emotions, it's important to talk directly to that emotion. Feelings are something that we should always consider because they are speaking to us in their own language. Okay, so this is what I have for you tonight. There's not a whole lot to this topic, but I just thought it was interesting enough to share with you. And I hope that it helped you because if you have a partner or if you yourself is experiencing this, now you know what the hell's going on. It's called postcoital dysphoria. <laughs> I always have a really great time here. And I would like to ask you if you would consider subscribing or even leaving a review and for the purpose that it helps other people get this information and you know 
I want to help you guys and you guys can help me by doing that if you wouldn't mind if you know someone that could benefit from the information that I share please feel free to share it I would love that I appreciate you guys so very much and if you ever have any questions or topic ideas that you would like me to touch on certainly feel free to reach out to me at consciouswisdomhealing at gmail.com. Okay. Be well, guys. And keep rising. And don't forget, make sure you're believing in yourself because I believe in you. Sending out so much love and light to you at this very moment. Take care.